Hello and welcome back to Second Take Movies, the podcast where we give movies a second look, a second chance, a second take, if you will. I'm your host, Preston Jenkinson, and joining me for the very first time on this podcast is Bobby DeBose. Today we're talking about the latest Mortal Kombat movie that was released last year on HBO. And, well, it was released in theaters and on HBO Max, but... Mostly on YouTube before it released to theater. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Uh, the story uh, is MMA fighter Cole Young, who I did not like, uh, <laughs> seeks out Earth's greatest champions in order to stand against the enemies of Outworld in a high-stakes battle for the universe. Um, and before we get into it, we like to start with a positive and a negative review. John Olikinski of the New York Post says, The action in this film is as unpretentious as Charlie Sheen eating a Krispy Kreme donut at Six Flags. In short, blissfully dumb entertainment. Uh, the negative review comes to us from Bill Gutekunst from the Arizona Republic, who says, In fairness, you can say that Mortal Kombat is pretty much exactly what you expect it to be. It's clearly meant as the first film in a renewed franchise, but for me, it's game over. Uh, I don't know about you, but I think this should have been a Scorpion and a Sub-Zero movie. Yes. I think it should have been more involved with the two characters, yeah. not... I think it should have been, like, where they originally came from, kind of like a clash in between, yeah. and then showing how they transitioned to, like, towards the end, towards that final fight, then go back and make the second movie where you get more involved in those different segments. Because there, there's actually an animated movie on HBO Max. Like Netherrealm or something like that? Yes, it's like, it, 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 that's pretty much the story of that. It shows, like, Scorpion is deceived to think that Sub-Zero killed his family by, I think, who is it? The right. Quan Chi? Yeah. I think, yeah. The Sorcerer. Yeah, who is in disguise as something else, but he gets sent down to hell. And, but that's how this movie starts out, is Sub-Zero kill, and we have no backstory no reason why sub-zero kills um other than i could i just assume he's been corrupted by the leader of outworld yeah um at this point you, you just just basically like hey i'm just here to kill you you and your family and then let's start the movie now yeah and all he says is for the lin kuei yeah. which mortal kombat fans know that's like his clan and right um, what's what is Scorpions like? The, I don't I don't remember. I remember playing on the game Shai Ryu or something like, like that. Like you go into like the movies and they had like the arcades and like if you weren't putting your coins in, it would keep bringing up the characters' backstories and stuff. But mm -hmm. I don't remember where that came from. Uh, and a lot better choreography in these movies than in the the previous two that came out in the nineties. Well. The original, I still think the original one's like the classic, like the beginning of it. Like yeah. I still love that movie, but Annihilation, I mean, any choreography is going to be better than that. They just threw that movie together <laughs> real quick. Yeah. <laughs> that was, yeah. Anything's better than that one. Yeah. What I really love is like Sub-Zero's, like the way they show his power, of, mm -hmm. like the, the ice that they have that builds up and the sound of it and yeah. just the way that it builds up off his hand. Or how he controls it too. Like it's yes. more versus him just making like an ice clone or whatever. Yeah. He's actually, you're actually seeing him just like playing with it, I guess. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And uh, so violence ensues because Scorpion's gone down to get some water, comes back and sees that uh, Sub-Zero has frozen his family into a, a husk on the ground and he just kills everybody that came with Sub-Zero. Right. 
Um, and then they have their big face off and he base and Sub-Zero eventually gets the best of Scorpion and kills him. And Scorpion just looks at him and says, remember this face. And then, but we find out that when Lord Raiden shows up, there was a baby left behind. Right. And it's like, that's where we get Cole from. But I think for one, the, the fight scene with like the goons, I guess is what you would goon squad or his, his men or whatever. That, that part was like really cool. Like you, you see him using like the harpoon, but you just killed my family. And to me, I kind of look at the way that fight scene, there should have been a lot more emotion to that. Yeah. Like there's that, that battle should have been a lot more involved, not just, a couple punches, a stab to the gut, and then a stab to the top shoulder to like kill him. Right. Like heart's over here, bro. Yeah. <laughs> not over here on the right <laughs> shoulder. And then just to like, you're not gonna bleed out that quick from that type of wound. Right. And I think there should have been more like more emotion to that. Yeah. What I hate about these types of movies is they'll have because as soon as all that ends, it cuts to just a, sc- a screen with text on it that just tells us about there's a prophecy of the bloodline right. of Scorpion will return and that Earth has to win this. Well, no, Outworld has won the last nine tournaments, however long those have been. Right. And they win the 10th when they get to invade Earth realm. Which, if they just waited a couple scenes, we just we got all of that without the need for that text on screen. Right. <laughs> They basically spell that out the first time we go to Outworld. Well, I mean, I think anybody that watched Mortal Kombat, I think most people that watch Mortal Kombat have either, like, I grew up playing Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. Well, I stopped playing really after the third one. Like, I remember playing one, two, and three. So, you know, me, I was already a fan. I already had, I mean, I even bought the motion soundtracks for both the first one and Annihilation. So, I mean,. I, I was super stoked. I was like, oh, yeah, another Mortal Kombat. They even came out with the webisodes, mm-hmm. watch those. Yeah. And um, so, I mean, I was really excited. And then they started releasing on YouTube. I was just like, oh. Uh, but again, we, we, we meet up with this character of Cole, who is just the most bland. Mm-hmm. You, you have this whole roster of fighters to choose from, from the games. And you, I mean, you use this guy, you create this guy as like an audience surrogate, like we're seeing this world through his eyes, but you could have picked anybody else. <laughs> There's, I mean, you got like MMA fighters to, or even more people, like even from other movies that you could have put in right. there as a different character that would just, I don't know, like I even when he finally gets his his power i'm like man what'd you do copy this off of, it is uh, so weak um what is it uh aquaman yeah that's what i thought that yeah. is, i'm like it, it's his arcana or whatever they call it in the movie yeah. is terrible yeah. it's just a, a a suit of armor that comes around that builds up energy basically a rip off of black panther as well but <laughs> and he talks about you know he's an he's an mma fighter who's down on his luck apparently he used to be pretty good and he's doing fights for two hundred dollars. I could find anything else, any un, anything else better to do. So than you sell plasma for ninety five bucks, right? Like, like go back like, what three days? <laughs> yeah, like and because apparently he's just a guy that gets beat up now for these new up and coming guys that come yeah. through. And that's uh, in in one of these fights is where Jax finds him because we find out later that 
the way that the the champions for the different realms are chosen is they have a birthmark and he's just had it he cole is special because he's had it his whole life because mm-hmm. it came it was passed down from scorpion through his family um and that's basically what Jax tells him uh didn't they and they didn't have birthmarks in the first one that they didn't start doing that until what annihilation because remember they kept every time the the weak ones would die they would like that's scr- right get up and scream and yeah all ass yeah it's I don't even think they do that in the games. Like they, they didn't really get into like real story stuff until like eight or nine in the games with that. that Cause there was like three different versions of sub zero yeah. and all kind of crazy stuff. The shot of, cause after, after we meet Jax, that's when who I keep forgetting the leader of outworld. Shang, 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 he sends sub zero after Cole and then, you know, Jax finds him, and then they 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 run away from this restaurant where Sub Zero attacks him, and they go to this warehouse. That is one of the best scenes in this yeah. movie. The I I should have looked up the actor that played. Um, I I looked Sub-Zero. him. I, he so, I've seen him in a lot of stuff. Yeah, he. I think he's always played. I wouldn't say extras, but I guess it would be an extra. Yeah, like he's. I think he is a fighter. I, I saw it mm-hmm. on when I was watching it earlier. Um, he he does have he, he is a fighter back he does have a fighter background mm-hmm. um but i mean i think he was the way he they picked a very good sub zero yeah like the character that they picked i i was i was really impressed with like mm-hmm. i liked him i've seen him in other stuff i liked him the warehouse scene though i was like when i saw it on the trailer i was like that's gonna be fucking awesome and then like when he froze the bullets like yeah. right in front of his face i'm like that is cool. They then, they knew that was going to be in the trailer when the they only, shot that. The only thing I didn't like was the fact that you went into um when they went into the warehouse like I would have expected it to not look like a frozen world like you're you're going to fight for yeah. you you've been in there for how long and the whole warehouse looks like a friggin' like spider nest cocoon of ice type thing I guess. Yeah, because Jax is out there with a shotgun and he tells Cole and his family to take off to Gary, Indiana or whatever. Yeah. And Sub-Zero just like swoops into the yeah. building and like two minutes later it's an ice palace right it's like <laughs> yeah that's whatever i could look past that but yeah that fight was I mean, he, he did turn rain into to snow and ice but you know uh, there's there's a lot of stuff going on in this movie so after uh we get that we um we we meet up with sonya blade mm-hmm. cole finds his way to sonya blade who's been researching all this stuff and again we get the the exactly what that text told us we get all of that from her i will always prefer exposition to text on screen telling me what's happening right <laughs> then it go, again goes back to what i said earlier everybody that watched that movie already knew we already knew this stuff right. but this is just kind of explaining it to somebody new that might that just probably just turned this on or whatever but because you've always got to keep those people in mind right. that just turned this on but a lot of people watching this no mortal combat we know what's up yeah <laughs> and she's got kano tied up in her closet Can- kano another one yeah they did a phenomenal job that on was... kano loved kano and i mean i, I like psycho humor anyways just because uh-huh. i think it's it's funny yeah and they the guy that they got for kano was he did a like, great job yeah. at it especially with the little heart he was like oh yeah, yeah. kano wings <laughs> The, the champions of Outworld, basically, are, are Earth realm, are supposed to find their way to Raiden. Sounds like Raiden's slipping on the job. Mm-hmm. If this is Earth's last chance, if I was Raiden, I would be, like, 
just snatch everybody up and and bring them all to the to the temple if it's such a huge deal. Right. It, this, this doesn't make sense. <laughs> well, again, I think too. He, I think he wanted with the other nine. From what I remember, the outworld they they cheated the other nine anyway. Exactly. Yeah. But I think on this one, and even I don't remember the first one. The first one, I think he went looking for him, like in the with Christopher Lambert. Yeah. He went looking for him. Yeah. But uh, I think he, I think what he was wanting more was the desire to win. Yeah. I think that's like, all right, you made it, and then you okay. see like Cole going, yeah, I, I don't have anything left if if my family dies, anyways, you know. Yeah, because if they can't develop their powers, they're not really right. going to survive I think the he tournament. Was, I think he was looking for strength within. With them coming there versus you know him going to pick them up. That makes sense. So that the, the that kind of brings back the birthmarks because mm-hmm. because Kano has a birthmark that he because basically the way the birthmarks or the marks transfer is you kill a person with a mark you get that mark right and then you get some power at some point right <laughs> but you also had the ones that were born with it an example yeah. Cole yeah. But then you had, um, and I think Liu Kang also acquired his from killing, or he was given his power from right. someone. Yeah. So. Because he was actually, I think they said he was raped. Was he raised by Raiden? Was no, he-, he was raised by, I guess, the people that were under Raiden. Yeah, like, the, like, like the people that lived in that temple. Or right. He was uh, taken in. I guess he was like on the streets or he was, uh, I guess, a foster or whatever. Yeah. And they found him or he found them and then they. Brought yeah. him up, and typically in most stories about the actual tournament, Liu Kang is always usually the one that wins it. Yeah, and saves Earthrealm, and he becomes more powerful, and it gets into those, like some weird, <laughs> right, <laughs> weird stuff. I love the sweep kick reference that when they when they all start training, mm-hmm. and Kano and and Sonya or who know, Liu Kang and and Kano are fighting, and just like everybody did back in the day mm-hmm. in the old game, you just keep. Or the low kick, over, low kick, or the overkick. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and you get pissed off because you're like, I yeah. can't do nothing. Yeah, I f- forgot about reptile. Reptile shows up. <laughs> yeah, I figured that was what because they were saying the reptilians, and they did it in um the second one too. Because remember they sent the reptilians in, and then when he yeah. goes into like the fallen statue corpse, yeah, he then becomes reptile. Yeah, or is that? No, that's yeah, that's the second one. I just remember when they first introduced him a long time ago, he was just another green ninja. Right. And now he's just a full on lizard. Right, because you had like Ermac and Rain and New yeah. Cybot and before they started branching off. Yeah. Uh that and that's who Kano like reaches in and, and snatches his heart out. That's how they do that. And then they make a deal. And then they end up in the desert and that's where they run into Liu Kang. Um, who's was raised? We get that whole backstory, and then oh, wouldn't you know it? All the 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 champions of Outworld found where they're at, yeah. and they're trying to kill them again. Who are these elder gods, and why? <laughs> how can they not keep Outworld from cheating so much? It's it's almost it almost reminds me of like uh, Marvel, like with the Eternals. Yeah. It, it almost looks like that. Like they, they I just talked about that one they, last week. <laughs> they see it and you're like, yeah, we see this. We're just going to let them keep yeah, poking the bear. Uh, yeah. It's cool. It's entertainment. It's kind of like our mm-hmm. version of um, real world. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want to affect this because it's going to be fun, yeah. but we'll just watch. Oh, these are real people going through a <laughs> traumatic thing. Oh, it's because there's a screen between us. It doesn't yeah. affect us at all. So the big thing throughout their whole training is they're trying to have their Akana come out well before that let's let's go back because they attack 
And then, well, they don't really attack. They just show up, and then Raiden puts up a force field. It was more of a show of aggression. Let's yeah. see if these fighters are going to just... Yeah. All right, let's go ahead and, and you know... Sub-Zero just gives Cole a knowing look like he knows anything about who he is. I mm-hmm. mean... <laughs> or it's like that, uh, kind of like how the, the, I guess, like in Star Wars, like the, I can tell, like, you, you have this force yeah, about ooh. you. Yeah, you're going to be that, you're going to be that fucker. Mm-hmm. Mm. There's a guy. Which, uh, another way I guess you could fix this, since Scorpion is in hell and that's where he's developing, mm-hmm. have him possess Cole or just show up mm-hmm. in Cole and make him think, like, am I going crazy? Who's this Japanese guy in my head? I mean, and it could be the thing. I mean, it never really there's goes... There's hints of that. Like, right. there's flashes of Scorpion. Like, he has it, but the question is, is, like, can Sub-Zero tell? You know, can, right. Can he sense that the power is there, or can he sense there's something about him? Yeah. But you never really get in, in any point in the movie that he knew anything. It right. It's just like, all right, this is just another guy that I'm end up fighting, and you know, he, he it's not until the end that he realizes when he sees like the the. I, to me, it looks like a garden. Shovel. That's all it was. It's like a little yeah. garden trowel. Yeah. It's not even like a harpoon. It's just like a little. Yeah. So you know. It's not until the end that he goes, uh oh. He's like, oh, that's the blade of yeah. Uh, so Hasanchi or no, I, I, I'm not going to try to pronounce is. the name. <laughs> <laughs> Hanzo Hisashi, that's the name. Yeah. And so we get you know the long training montage, and we want everybody to learn the arcana because we got to. Th- and then Kung Lao shows up. That's right. That's one of my favorite characters from yeah. the game. He was always cool. It, it was just always weird to fight with him because it's like yeah. his his buttons or trying to get him to do stuff yeah. was kind of weird. Him and Raiden because like I always, I, you just had to learn how to teleport or Raiden right. just to win anything. Well, that where he go <laughs> and go across the screen and yeah. like hit you. And yeah. that's what I love about the new games is they basically kept those same controls for every character yeah. or at least every original character through all the games. Like yeah. so, Raiden is still like it's like a down down back or something like that. I don't know. I just kept hitting buttons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All these buttons work. Because, like, now you try to do, like, a fatality, and you've got to bring up the move list, and, like, yeah. that's too many buttons. We we go through all that. When you know it, Kano's the first to get his thing. And, you know, his his eye tearing out is, like, teased through the whole thing because Reptile scratches him, and it's like, yeah. oh, did he lose his eye? No, he didn't. When's he going to lose his eye? He doesn't. Mm. <laughs> nope. He does get the laser eye though. I thought it was cool. Like it looked better than the the metal glowing thing from the first one. Yeah, it was just like a metal plate piece, plate in his head. It didn't do it's anything. Like, it was just there. Jax is in this movie as well. Is that his name, Jax? Jackson Briggs. Jackson Briggs. Sub Zero tore off his arms mm-hmm. as one does. And then they mention like, and they're they're putting his arms back together, but they're like. We're, we're, we've got all this technology and stuff from all the different realms, and it's like skinny little metal arms. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's a strong hands. That's the best. You've got access to all this stuff, and that's to all these realms and different worlds, and di- that's the best you've got. They wanted him to get his uh, Akana or whatever. Yeah, which, ugh. Which I thought that was the dumbest thing, anyways. For so him like, to have his, like, so if he didn't lose his arms, he wouldn't get metal arms? Right. So he was just going to show up. Was he going to just get beefier? Right. He's going to turn into uh, Michael Jai White all of a sudden. Just like, <laughs> cool, 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 cool. <laughs> that guy's... Pr- now, the actor they had playing Jax is pretty much the same size, if not bigger, than Michael Jai White. I don't know. I had to get a comparison. Like, 
I think they should have cast him for. They did in the um. Yeah, because he was in the web series. Yeah, in the websites, because he was originally because he went in to go speak with um because he was talking about like the different ones like reptile and um uh the dude that basically turned into Baraka mm-hmm. um and then um he comes in he's talking to Scorpion and you'd see how like Scorpion's got like the dead eyes and yeah he's like a smaller dude. And then he's like, uh, I guess, call me Scorpion at the end. I think he would have been like really good as Briggs or Jax. Yeah. I think that would, but they probably couldn't afford it. And Sonya Blade, I don't know if we've mentioned this already, but Sonya Blade is only one of these people that doesn't have a, a thing. She's just been helping Jax figure out who all this, these people are. And so because they can't get in, the, the uh, champions of Outworld are sent again by Shang Tsung and he uh it's General something or other I can't remember his name he's got a sledgehammer and he was the guy that was in the in Mad Max I know that um I don't know his name I already forgot the other guy you got Shao Kahn Shao Kahn and then you have the I knew I was gonna forget these names I should have wrote them down yeah I don't remember Dude, the guy that's fast with blades and knows Kano. <laughs> Kabul. Cabal. That's Cabal. right. And Goro. You're going to have Goro in the movie? Put Goro in the movie. All mm-hmm. right? <laughs> yeah, but they did They did a better job with Goro CGI yeah. than they did in the first. Well, the first one, he was a puppet. Yeah, but he still looks stupid. So, it was, I mean, there's way more work <laughs> and more stuff went into it, but he's a puppet. and it, right. They were limited. You know, it was they were on a shoestring budget back then, but you, I guess you can't have that character because it it would cost honestly it just cost money to have him in the whole movie yeah. a fully CGI animated Goro, right. which he looks great in this. He but, looks beefier. It looks more like the like when you see him, you you're like you you think back to the game like when mm-hmm. you saw like Motaro in the game and was it uh, they had like Motaro like. Kintaro, I think one I of think them. I think so. Yeah. Goro and then Shao Kahn. Like you see them as like these big ass, like beyond Spartan type right. dudes, like just massive. Yeah. So like when you see them in CGI, you're like, you know it's CGI, but looks way better. Yeah. And also, Warner Brothers, if we're doing a sequel, don't make Shao Kahn just a dude. That's a terrible idea. <laughs> but I mean, they I think that even in the second one, like as much as like I hate Annihilation. Yeah. I'll still watch it when it comes on. Just because I, I love Mortal Kombat. Yeah, so they, still the, but they did a good job with Shao Kahn. And I don't remember the dude's name. He played in a lot of like late 80s, early 90s yeah. movies. He was like a bodybuilder or something, something yeah. like that. But they did a really good job casting him and Shao Kahn. But I mean, who would you do with it now? Yeah, I think John you're... Cena? <laughs> Please don't. No. he's He's doing much better stuff than this. And, you know, there's the whole, uh, everybody starts developing their arcanas and Cole's like, "Uh," and then, you know, Raiden is like, you know, just get if you can't do it, just get out of here. Yeah. Go on. Yeah. Quit whining. Poor little Cole's like, I'm just a little orphan boy from Southside Chicago. (laughs) Obviously not, dude. If you've got a freaking birthmark, like just put it, put it in effort. Yeah. Own it. So he goes back to his family. And then after, you know, like, because he argues back and forth and blah, blah, blah. And then so the Outworld finally sends his champions to attack each of the, the, the characters individually. They send Goro after Cole, 
Um, Melina goes after Sonya. Uh, Cabal goes Cabal. after uh, Liu Kang. Yeah, and then they convince Kano to take down the force field at this point. That's how they get in. So they all, you know, so there's a big dust up and then, you know, our, our heroes are, are, are beaten down and, and, and they lose the fight. And that's when Cole develops his Arcana, mm-hmm. which, as we talked about earlier, it's a gold suit of armor that absorbs energy. Aquaman. He, he can materialize like a, a, a billy club and a billy club with a blade. So bad. I hope they don't put him in a game, which they probably are. Cause they put everybody else in the game. Yeah. And so everyone gets beat down. The The temple gets... Oh, uh... Kung Kung Lao has like a great fatality, which is what it is. Um, the demon girl, what was her name? The I don't know, it's like Bat Girl or something. Yeah, she's got like wings. Yeah. I, I, I don't even remember what character she was. I had I to look up these. I, I knew I should have wrote these names down because I was yeah. looking them up last night through the IMDb, and I was like, I know that character, but I don't know the name. <laughs> they weren't in the first three. Yeah, <laughs> first three games they ever played. Like I said, like after the first three, it just kind of got like, okay, yeah. There's too many people. The way he defeats Goro is pretty awesome, though. Yeah. Like he 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 I like he like breaks one of the arms. Mm-hmm. Goro just like, yep, <laughs> straightens oh, it back it. out. <laughs> I've done We're this going before. Again. And then like somehow like Cole figures out the powers. Like it can build up energy and he can generate it to somewhere else. And he just like uppercuts Goro real hard and um, stabs him in the eye. And then he finds his way back to the temple somehow. Mm-hmm. I guess Raiden just knew. I'm just going to teleport you back. Yeah, I'm going to bring you back. Mm-hmm. And they all try to get to this negative space or empty space because the, the demon bat lady gets killed. Kung Lao goes after Sang Chung. Sang Chung just pushes him away. Pushes him away. Your soul is mine. Mm-hmm. You know. Soul suck, soul suck, soul suck. Everybody goes in negative space. Oh, we got Cole. It's time to fight. And then Kano, him and Kano square off for a little bit. And then somehow, Cole, I forget. I watched it all last night. But I forget how Cole just makes it into that space with him. I guess Raiden just finds a way to get him in there. Probably brings him in somehow. Yeah. Uh, so we're we're beaten down. We need to figure out what what do we do? We You know, first of all. Once they attacked my or or had that show of force the first time with my temple, I would have just brought everybody to this negative space if it was there. Mm-hmm. If they can't get in there, <laughs> right? You're already here. We don't have to worry about. Yeah, it. Yeah, just like train in here. But I mean, you know. Well, then that also comes back to like the whole reason why you need to get iconos. I think they could have figured out a better thing of doing that. But then that comes back to like we were saying earlier. Like I think they they piece the movie together instead of just making it a Sub Zero Scorpion thing. Yeah. Like, cause there's, there's, I think there's there, the problem with this movie, which I know it sounds like I have, I enjoyed this movie. Mm-hmm. I thought it was entertaining. You know, it's not, I, it, it was what I expected it to be. I didn't right. expect it to be this grand, wonderfully made, right. well acted, great Mortal story. Combat. Yeah. It's a great story. The, the story's already fucked to begin with. Right. <laughs> um, but it, it, there's too many characters going, happening. Yeah, and you're on. like I said, you're trying to like originally from we'll, we'll go from like the first movie and the second movie. Mm-hmm. 
they didn't everybody already had their powers everybody was already like like as soon as they were chosen for the tournament right they already had all that so you you didn't really need like a a kind of backstory for all these people um in you get like in the first movie you know even like in this movie sonya blade wasn't originally supposed to be there anyways right because in the first movie she just decides that hey i'm gonna go chase kano now didn't know where she was going. She gets on the boat. Jax didn't follow. We know he's not going to be in it. Yeah. So, and then they go to fight for a tournament. The second part is, um, or the second movie, again, everybody has all their stuff. And it's, you know, they're cheating to get the the win for them to take over. And it's like, there's still a purpose in both of those movies the second one, there is, there, there's a purpose, but it's like not there. The only purpose in the second movie really is, oh, Shao Kahn's here. Yep. Oh no. And it's like you're, you're basically the the purpose of them winning. Yeah. Okay. Cool. But it's like you're you're putting more into developing characters that shouldn't have been developed. Not in this movie. Again, like I've, we've already said, it should have been the first of two characters and mm-hmm. then go into a little bit more in depth. The second one should have been like the tournament thing. Like, Hey, this is Mortal Kombat tournament of what's going to happen. Yeah. I think there was just too trying too much for development of people uh-huh. versus actually just showing a movie. Cause honestly, to me, it, it, Scorpion has kind of always been the main character of Mortal Kombat. In uh, my opinion, I think, I think, well, I think Sub-Zero and Scorpion built, built it. Like it was, I think yeah. you you had you they're both they're both heroes and villains. Yeah, and they they are. I think more if you look at it, they're they're what created the Mortal Kombat like franchise. They're the like, faces of it, right? You're good if if you say Mortal Kombat, the first thing, oh, I'm a Scorpion fan, or I'm yeah. Sub Zero, I love it. Um, versus the other, yeah. So because it was like, oh, it's a blue and a yellow ninja. Yeah, <laughs> that's all anybody saw. I still, I still love the first movie where he froze the gun. Like step aside. Yeah, we devised this plan that we're going to attack these people separately. So Sonya goes after Kano. Jax fights the general dude with the hammer. Mm-hmm. Don't know his name. Liu Kang fights Cabal, and who did uh ah Cole fights. Melina, mm-hmm. who she she did a very good job in this movie. Again, psycho humor. I don't know. I mean, yeah. she's just. I think she they they did really. It's it's weird because they did really good at casting some characters versus others. Melina, in in a in a weird sick way, she's kind of hot in the movie. I don't yeah. know. And it's just whatever. But like, like she has that scene where she stabs Sonya in the shoulder. Yeah, and because she thinks she's a, a champion or whatever, she pulls out the blade and she like just by tasting the yeah. blood, she's she like, can tell you're not worthy of a death and just teleports out of there. Right. Like, um, you know, this is, you know, I'm done. And this was that girl's first movie. Like, this is the first thing she's ever done. Well, she's probably been working, but this is like the first, like, high profile thing that she's done. Yeah. But they did a good job. Her, Cabal, man, I love Cabal, man, just because he was funny. You know, I think he could have had more in it, but they did a good job with him. But then it's like some of the other characters, you're like, yeah, this sucks. Cabal was definitely like a stunt actor and like a guy's, somebody doing the voice of cabal though yeah <laughs> but i mean i liked it I yeah mean, but yeah him so then you have 
so you have like them separating, which is always like the worst possible thing. Like, yeah. you know, it's and it's funny because you see it in every movie to where like especially like when you have a group uh-huh. and they split up, everybody's going to get their ass kicked. You know, it's going to happen. It, it yeah. does it in every movie. And yeah. it's like you would think that they would figure. And I guess it I, it does that whole it'll bring them back stronger type thing. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's kind of irritating because you're like, you know, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But got to have the storyline. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, you know, it's kind of, I guess that was their way of saying, sorry, we didn't actually have a tournament in this. Right. So here's an extended montage of like 1v1. Right. On pretty, I guess some of those are stages, like different fights. I don't really pay attention to the fight stages when I play Mortal Kombat. But yeah. they look like, you know, they could take place in one of those yeah. things. So. Sonya and Kano, she hides under her house and Kano's looking for her. Mm-hmm. She's like coming up through the floor, stabbing him in the ankle, stabbing mm-hmm. him here, stabbing him there. Ankle biter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then he figures out she's in the floor and comes up out and they fight in the bathroom. He chokes her. They end up outside. She stabs him with the garden gnome. Uh-huh. <laughs> One he spit on. Yeah. And then she gets the, the thing. Um, Liu Kang, the fire dragon punched the ground dragon i love it <laughs> yeah you can see luke Kane doing that like in the old like uh his old fatalities and stuff yeah and he does the um the flying through the air the, kick the, thing the, that he does what was it butterfly not butterfly the uh bicycle kick. bicycle kick yeah does that and then jacks with his big he jacks gets his icon with the big metal arms he saves when it's dumb <laughs> right <laughs> But you knew it was going to happen. Yeah. Uh, Secretly, they love each other. It was in the trailer. Like, <laughs> he's got the big metal arms. Um, the way he kills that guy is pretty awesome, yeah. though. Like, just, I think he, he breaks the, the thing, the sledgehammer, yeah. and just... Smacks his head. I'm like, yeah, that's... It's a good way to go. Yeah. <laughs> We're left with Cole and Melina. Cole's struggling a little bit. She's teleporting all over yeah. the place. Chink, 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 chink. Can't get a hold of her. Uh-oh, here comes Sonya. Which I don't, did did you did you see uh, Shang Chi and Legend of Ten Rings this year? No, no. Okay, well the bad guy in that, which is Shang Chi's dad, has ten rings mm-hmm. and they're on his wrist, and he can. Yeah. They these probably these movies are probably in the same form of production, but the way that you know she's got those purple like, it looks exactly like that in Shang Chi, but yeah. they're like yellow. <laughs> well, I mean, he, she had them in the like the game. It was kind of like yeah, that, yeah, to where she had them, but she already had the power. She had the powers, but like she had, I think it was same squarish style boxy yeah. orbs. No, they were round. Yeah, they weren't square. Yeah, but if anybody that is listening to this saw Shang Chi, that's what her little wrist blasters looked like, and straight out of like a Mortal Kombat ten or eleven blasts Melina right through the stomach, and just like you can see rib cage and. Little organ comes down through there. <laughs> it's great. Like, oh, you're dead now. And then after all that, out through this little puff of smoke comes Sub Zero. He's kidnapped Cole's family and has a little wrist, a little uh, bracelet that his daughter made or whatever. And Cole acts emotionally and runs right into the trap that Sub Zero has yeah. set in his. I guess it's the gym at from the yeah, beginning of the movie. Fight, yeah. yeah. Another little ice world that he creates. He's had time to make that. Yeah. So I'll give him a pass on that. <laughs> so Cole stupidly tries to fight Sub Zero because their whole plan was to all of them fight 
mm-hmm. Sub Zero together because they knew they, that no right. one person could take him down. Cole holds his own for a little bit. Right. He's, you know, taking some shots, giving he, some shots. Well, he's gotten good at getting his ass kicked. That's true. Yeah. Um, so he pulls out the blade. Raiden gave him the little garden plow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so he tries to get him with that. Sub-Zero gets it. He cuts his hand and then it lights on fire. And he's like, well, that's odd. Well, I think he even says, that's the blood of Hanzo Hasashi or whatever. And then we all we hear the chain fly through the air. The best dance track of the 90s. <laughs> It's the only English words that Scorpion says in this movie. Get over here. It's in the trailer. It's awesome. I love it. You see, it's like, and that, like you were saying earlier, like the fight scene between him and Jax, like Sub-Zero and Jax. Yeah. That that fight scene between Scorpion and him, like, I I was looking forward to that. Yeah. Like, you know, seeing them face off and everything, and it was like. They released too much of that online, I think. Yeah, they did. Like, everybody saw it. You know, and that's, then. Then, then you had to like pay like five bucks or something to like see it on HBO Max, but it was all on YouTube. Yeah, so you you could see pretty much the whole fight like in segments of it, anyways. But it was like, it was it, I thought that was a pretty badass fight for those two. Like, it could have been longer. It could have been more longer. Yeah, like it could have been more intense. But Sub Zero has the best moments, really. Like he cuts him in the side, the blood flies up. He turns that into ice and just stabs him with it like get stabbed with your own blood what is that <laughs> well that ice sword was cool too because you like yeah. you see it like he goes yeah and i'm just like Ooh. <laughs> and then like he another fatality from the the games he just builds up an ice wall and just throws him through it yep. it's great and then he does that like ice mimic too or like he mimics himself yeah like when subs like clone. scorpion like throws him into the cage at yeah. some point and He's down, and then Scorpion's coming. He turns like himself yeah. into an ice duplicate and backs up. That's a that's in the game. So Scorpion just looks at at Cole, and I guess he just knows that that's mm-hmm. his family. And he's like, "For the Chira Ryu," and I would have been like, "What? <laughs> Who? <laughs> Grandpappy?" <laughs> Our heroes do. They take down Sub Zero, which it's pretty good. Yeah. It was a good fight. Like you know, you were seeing them work together, like to do it. And yeah, what what gets me though is like you you see Sub Zero in the like the like the buildup of Sub Zero, and then in the first part of it, you're like, all right, cool. So badass dude. Mm-hmm. Um, then you get to like in between where he's just like walking around doing his little his little walk. I mean, it's kind of weird. It just yeah, his little swagger walk. I guess is what you call it. I yeah. don't know. And then at the end, you see him like fighting, and that's why I said like I think it could have been more intense because like I think the way they put him down was just like towards the end it was just like man I want I want to see some more like brawling here between yes yeah. like I want to see like this the badass dude I saw fighting Jax I want to see that right now, which with with any big Hollywood movie you always leave room for a sequel true because they uh, Shang Shang Tsung makes the point of saying. Death is just another process. Well, he comes. He comes back as Noob Cybot. That's what Sub Zero is. That's right. So Sub Zero, as far as so you have Sub Zero, and then I guess in the storylines or whatever, Sub Zero has a brother that also does the ice mm-hmm. shit as well. And then Sub Zero comes back as Noob Cybot, who was the creator's name backwards. Right. And he comes back as like a little smoke 
And I, I think even in like yeah. the original story of the rivalry between Scorpion and Sub Zero, the original Sub Zero does attack Scorpion's family and kill Scorpion's family, and right. he spends all that time in hell thinking about vengeance. And then he comes back to fight Sub Zero, but it's this right. new Cybot character, and it's not the original Sub Zero. Like, and what it's not even talking about. And then Sub Zero is not like I'm not even that guy anymore. It's right. Like, and yeah. then the the brothers not even like the original Sub Zero. Yeah. He's like like peace love and harmony sub-zero now. right yeah <laughs> he's like i don't i don't no, do that about, no more i'm not about that life <laughs> so warner brothers in the sequel more scorpion and sub-zero fights please basically the next movie is going to be the tournament if they make them which i think i was reading something last night that this was the most streamed movie on hbo max mm-hmm. last year yeah so they're maybe they i mean but it'll be another five six seven years and people will be like I don't, I don't know. Like, I'd it's, probably give it three years. I don't know. I mean, in I, well, I guess now with the, the streaming thing, it, it makes it easier for them to release movies. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you have more people watching, I guess, from home and stuff like that. So I guess it's easier. You're, you're not having to put as much into it. Yeah. Um, And you're not having, I guess, worry about the overhead. Yeah. So you can put more money into production. Yeah. And, you know, you... I guess they, they show that the, the fan base is still there for it. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, you got to realize every time Mortal Kombat comes out on a game, everybody's buying that game. Yeah. And so just I think it needs to be more more focused on the characters that are already there instead of trying to create more. Yeah. Like if you're going to do a tournament, like you said, do it, do a tournament and actually do it to where you put more involvement in the battle scenes mm-hmm. or stuff like that. Yeah. But. I mean, overall, I think the movie was a great movie. It was just, yeah. It, I think it was overthought. You know, just go go simple. Like, I mean, when you when you first when I, I know when I first started playing the games, like, you know, it didn't take a lot of a stra- a lot of extravagance on my part to like, or on, in the game to like draw me into it. Versus, it's just like cool looking people fighting. That's all you need. Same thing with Tekken. Tekken is wild. There's a guy with a jaguar head. I used to murder people at the, <laughs> at the arcades, man. I would sit there like we, um, the one dollar movie theater. Uh-huh. I would sit there and like my little brother and my dad would go watch a movie, and I'm like, I would sit there and play Tekken for like two hours straight, yeah. just beating people on Tekken. <laughs> I was like, hey, it is what it is. But, but w- the the last shot of the movie is, um. They decided to collect all the the champions of, of Earth now. So they're uh, Cole's on this mission to go find these new people. And who do they decide to bring in? One of the worst characters in Mortal Kombat, Johnny Cage. Yep. Because <laughs> Cole's going out to L.A. to find Johnny Cage. Well, they had uh, they had um in the in the in the first movie, I liked Johnny Cage just because it was. He yeah he's a movie star or whatever but he was still I guess mm-hmm. like the the first movie it wasn't overdone for Johnny Cage yeah and then I even watched the webisodes where um they were talking like he was showing like um how they did reptile and like Baraka and yeah that fight with Baraka and Johnny Cage where Baraka ends up killing Johnny Cage yeah that shit was tight I loved it yeah um so if they was to do something like that to where you know they don't over like Oh, Johnny Cage. Which, like, yeah, like they, because they they put too much importance on Johnny Cage, in yeah. my opinion. Now, in the animated movie, 
he's voiced by Joe McHale, and he does a really good job. Mm-hmm. So maybe possible casting choice, but that's uh, that's Mortal Kombat. Bobby, thanks for doing this, man. Yeah, man. I liked it. It was fun. We'll probably do it again if we think of something else. Um, and for me, I will see you next week. Um, if you have a suggestion for a movie you'd like to hear me talk about and me or somebody else talk about, you can send an email to secondtakemoviespod at gmail.com. And you can find us on all the social medias at Second Take Movies. 